In this one, let's discuss the flavor of narcissism and empath. With respect to the fourth and the tenth house, Cancer and Capricorn. But now we'll talk of the first one, Pushya Nakshatra. In the next video, we'll talk of Ashlesha. But Pushya Nakshatra, Rahu and Ketu, empath and narcissist. And on the other side, the swing is between Uttarashada and Shrana Nakshatra. Why we have to deal with Rahu and Ketu in specific Nakshatra is because it will tend to give a flavor. And that flavor has everything to do with life lesson. So let's get into it. Two Nakshatras dominate the Cancer Ascendant, Pushya and Ashlesha. In this one, in this video, let's talk about narcissist and empaths. Four flavors essentially. Uh, with Rahu or Ketu in Pushya. Okay, next one we will discuss Ashlesha. But let's stick to this one, the Pushya. So the one seven axis is very dominant when it comes to narcissism and empaths, two opposite sides of the same coin. So narcissist number one, when we talk of Rahu in a particular nakshatra, it amplifies that particular nakshatra qualities in a certain way. In this case, it's the dispositor being moon. So it's all about emotions, right? Rahu in Pushya and Ketu in Uttarashada on the other side in seventh house. So first, obviously, we've got to get to the characteristic of Pushya Nakshatra. So there you have it, Pushya Nakshatra. What does it stand for? Just revisiting that. Patience, wisdom, kindness, optimistic by nature, growth and positivity. They have a theme of spouse neglect for the sake of duties. In this case, it will be amplified because Ketu is sitting on this house of spouse. See that? Right there we can see one pattern. Analysis of relationship, they are very interested in that. Dependable, blind to dangers. Jealousy, they have a thing of helping selflessly, which will come when it's empaths. Right now we are talking about narcissism, right? We are talking about narcissist number one. Rahu in Pushya. Okay, so very futuristic, great hosts, they're forgiving, love to share with people, nurturing speech and voice. Pushya means the word nurturer. The symbol is of a lotus there. Universal compassion, more so when it comes to empaths. Artistic success, yes, that can be the case when it comes to Rahu. Because Rahu wants to achieve things in the material world. Teaching and nourishing children. Again, empaths will be more when we come to that. Most critically, life lesson. Don't hold back action. Thinking there isn't enough knowledge or wisdom yet. Both effort and knowledge are necessary. This is the life lesson of Pushya. Now we are talking of Moon as a narcissist. So what would be the characteristics of Moon in relation to Rahu in the first house? Emotional narcissism. The Moon's emotional depth can contribute to a form of emotional narcissism 
where the individual's own emotional experiences and needs take precedence. Sensitivity to narcissistic injury. The moon sensitivity may make the individual highly reactive to perceived slights or criticism. Perceived slights or criticism being the keyword there. Leading to defensive or narcissistic reaction. It's like a reactionary thing going on there. Last, narcissistic validation. The moon's influence as a dispositor to this Rahu may drive the need for constant validation and constantly seeking emotional support. Or in this case, emotionally validating the person's ego. Because Rahu is in the first house, it amplifies the ego. Potentially creating narcissistic tendencies in seeking attention and reassurance. You know the kind, people always seeking assurance. Am I emotionally doing okay? And with respect to themselves, with respect to relationships, they are not so keen on relationships because Ketu is in the other house. Remember this always when evaluating narcissists. Ketu is in the house of spouse relationships, intimate relationships and others. That means it detaches from this. Too much attachment here, wherever Rahu is placed. Too much attachment in the head, the self, the ego. Too much detachment in this area, spouse. Okay, so that brings us to the interesting point of narcissism when Rahu is attached. Let's see how that figures. Super colorful chart over there, blank chart. Any ascendant. What does it do? For this narcissistic number one, Rahu is in the house of self. It amplifies a sense of self. In this case, with Moon as the dispositor. So this is indicating the fifth and the ninth aspects of Rahu and Ketu. You see there? So Rahu in the self will amplify the intelligence and attachment to children, attachment to romantic gestures. This is a house of romance, creativity, children, creative intelligence. So this narcissist, typically all narcissists have attachment towards these, the fifth and the ninth aspects. The fifth house and the ninth house. Ketu on the other side is providing detachment from the third house and the eleventh house. Third house of skills, siblings, etc. Of course, the seventh house and also the gains in community. They're not so much interested in gains of anything. They have very less awareness of gains. They have very less awareness of their skills. They're not attached to siblings also. You might find this funny about um, Ketu in the seventh house, about narcissists, Ketu in the seventh house. They'll be very less attached to their brothers and sisters because it is impacting the third house. And they have no attachment to social media, community and etc. They are like more like introverts. They are only interested in themselves. Introverts are opposite of empaths. Not necessarily they are an empath. They are just thinking about themselves all the time. On the other hand is Rahu amplifies interest in their children. They must be over obsessive about children. Especially now considering Moon as the dispositor. See that? 
also they are very traditional minded. Rahu will amplify this aspect in the ninth aspect on the ninth house, right? So this is one thing you've got to keep in mind. This is why I decided to stick in this colorful chart over here. Where I have put the solid dots, Rahu is impacting the fifth and the ninth house. Ketu on the other side, for narcissists or empaths, is impacting the third house and the eleventh house. And all the aspects thereof. And the dispositors thereof. Okay. Now let's see empath number one, the other way around and see what that brings up. So empath number one will provide Pushya Nakshatra, Ketu in Pushya in the first house, in the house of Cancer, Moon as the Dispositor, and Rahu on the other side with Uttarashala with Saturn as the Dispositor. Of course, keep always in mind, you got to see where the Dispositors are placed in the chart. It can be anywhere. But let's just examine the qualities of this. As an empath and as a narcissist, because the flavors vary. Or the tendency might be same, there are different flavors. So now we are talking about empath. Let's get back to Ketu in Pushya and what it provides us. Moon in relation to Ketu in the first house with regard to empathy. Deep emotional empathy. The moon represents emotions when in conjunction or aspect to Ketu in the first house. It can create deep emotional empathy. These are emotional empaths. They understand the emotion of the other. And Pushya being a nurturer, it can make a really good emotional empath. These individuals can connect with others at a profound emotional level, more so than other people. Sensitivity to others' needs. They are often sensitive to the needs and feelings of others, making them compassionate and nurturing individuals. Remember, Moon is a is a good planet to have in terms of empathy. So in Pushya, it becomes all nurturing. Pushya is a nurturing nakshatra. Instinctual empathy. Moon's influence can lead to instinctual empathy where they respond naturally and empathetically. Empathically. Okay. To the emotions of those around them often without conscious effort. That's the key right there. No conscious effort, very instinctual response. They can provide that. Emotional bonding. They may form strong emotional bonds with others, which can lead to heightened sense of empathy when those close to them are in distress. This can happen. Now let's see the Rahu Ketu, the Ketu aspects here, the super colorful chart. So this colorful chart says the story in a much bigger way, right? So Ketu with Moon as the dispositor in the first house in Pushya Nakshatra. What does it give? These people are very detached from their creative intelligence. They have higher forms of it. They are detached from their children. Even if they are parent, you may find them aloof. Not so much interested in bringing up children. Remember, Ketu is a conquered territory. Ketu doesn't revisit that which has already been learned in the past life. So Ketu fifth aspect hitting this sign of romance, of intelligence, of children, 
of education, they might be detached from it. They don't really bother about these things. Even if they're a parent, you might find them detached. Also, the ninth aspect. So this Ketu for Pushya Nakshatra in the ninth may show up something like very unconventional spirituality. Ketu steps out outside the conventionality. Remember Ketu box over there, universality, idealism. They go away from the norms of traditional religion. They will go against that. They will say, whatever you're doing in tradition is bullshit. Let me do something else. Okay. They will try to bring in higher forms of knowing and wisdom. They are not of rites and rituals and they are not of that kind of a makeup. Rahu, when it's narcissist, yes, that will bring about lots of tradition. We should do it this way, we should do it that way, and I believe I am right. That is the narcissistic part of Pushya. Super traditionalist. Ketu is just the opposite. Remember Rahu Ketu are just opposite energies. Now let's see what's happening on the other side, Uttarashada. So we saw in narcissist number one, Ketu was in Uttarashada, detached from the spouse in the seventh house. And in case of empath number one, he's too attached to Uttarashada there because Rahu is in the seventh house. So what does Uttarashada mean? We have to get to that, right? Let us get to that. What happens in Uttarashada? The themes are maintaining good relationships. Individual wants to maintain good relationships. So working for larger collective. This is in Capricorn. Opposite Cancer is Capricorn. Working for larger collective is the drive of Saturn. Masses. Saturn is about masses. Victory of good over negativity. Uttarashada is the final victory. Establishment of new institutions. They can become workaholics. Right? Now we are talking about the narcissist. So let's speak of that. Sorry. In the narcissist, Ketu is there. So it is detached towards finding anything external. It is not interested in finding victories because there is detachment factor here. Ketu is in Uttarashada, right? So this causes detachment from these aspects which pertain to Uttarashada. Think of it that way. The opposite side of the first house, the seventh house, will not be felt very strongly by narcissists simply because there is detachment there. It is shrinking all the time through life. But this aspect will be present in them. Detachment from skill sets. They might have a lot of skills, by the way. But these people, narcissists, they are usually detached from their own skills. Somebody else may be coming and telling them what your skills are. Now let's talk about narcissist number two. Although the, the Pushya Nakshatra remains the same, Rahu Ketu, what changes is the other side. Now we'll take it Ketu and Rahu into Shravana Nakshatra, the other two Padas. Let's see. Narcissist number two, Rahu is still in Pushya. We are dealing only with Pushya here, Rahu or Ketu, in the first house. 
Opposite side changes because the padas change between Uttarashada and Shravana. The first two in Uttarashada, next two in Shravana. So we have to examine Ketu or Rahu, as the case may be, narcissist or empath, with Ketu in with Rahu or Ketu in Shravana nakshatra. Because the themes of the nakshatra are amplified or they are shrunk because of presence of Rahu and Ketu there. Right? That's the principle, essentially. So between narcissist and empath, empath number two will be Pushya, again Ketu, and Rahu in Shavana. What does this lead to? So we have to get to the nakshatra part of it and analyze from there. Let's see. So Rahu in Pushya, but now Ketu is stuck in this Shavana. The challenge of Shrana is to listen to good counsel because it's in Capricorn and it's ruled by Saturn. Saturn can be very stubborn and they don't listen to good advice. Take good advice to make progress in life. This is the life challenge of Shrana to the native. Fixed nature, Saturn. And in Earth sign, right? It's in Capricorn. Social connections and spirituality. Happy and easygoing, passive receptivity. So the thing of life lesson of Shrana is inquisitiveness of goal is required to find the path as opposed to aimless wandering. This is the challenge posed by Shrana. Now because Ketu is stuck there, it's going to detach that aspect. These people may have less awareness of Less inquisitiveness of that goal. What am I here to do? Aimless wandering. On the other side, all the energy is being pushed into Rahu, which is in Pushya, which we discussed before. Now, that provides a very crazy aspect because this person is not only listening to other people's advice because they are detached from others, seventh house. Not only that, but they are super obsessed about their own sense of self-worth. Over-amplified, that's the narcissist. Over-amplified sense of self. I know better than you. I'm going to stick to traditions, ninth house. I'm going to be obsessing over the children and everything about their education. I'm obsessed about the children. I'm obsessed about their education, etc. So on the one side, Pushya can be a good teacher. Shravana can be having a challenge to listen to advice in order to progress. But the narcissist has created that imbalance. See that? Rahu and Ketu, the first and seventh, will create that imbalance. This is what has to be worked with. Now let's see the opposite, Ketu side. Now with Rahu in the seventh house, this individual is going to be having dominant themes of Shavana. Rahu is in now Shavana. Ketu is in Pushya, the empath number two. But now it has become obsessed about that goal. It has become super obsessed about finding the path it needs to. So what will amplify? Rahu will start giving good advice. Rahu tends to pervert the qualities of the nakshatra itself. So instead of listening to good counsel, they start giving advices to everyone. Right? 
and rahul being there it impacts the social community these are the people who go around advising in all social groups facebook etc right then wherever they go in social media they will tend to give advices all the time i know better than you could be the rahul there in the chat or they will keep advising the siblings or they will keep over amplifying their skills because the fifth and ninth aspect of rahul plays out in this empath so understanding this is very crucial although there is an empath there is a shadow side to the empath also because of this rahu in the 7th house please remember this okay rahu on the 7th side here with shrana nakshatra will provide very clever and shrewd thinking amplified towards others these people can become very cunning manipulators also although they are empaths although they are thinking from the moon as the dispositor in the first house which we saw earlier now you are stuck rahu along in the house of saturn this is in capricorn shrana so think saturnian think they might become workaholics clever and shrewd in achieving their goals they might have a heavy duty emotional connect to people especially in the fourth pada so this might make them very obsessed about social connections these kind of creatures you might find them heavily involved in ten different social network groups in social media why look at the theme there social connections with spirituality is the theme of shrinakshata and you stuck rahu in that so it looks at the fifth aspect in social gains and communities they are always looking to make money from social media could be that saturn wants to be present in the external world in capricorn remember that and they will go on preaching and teaching to the neighbors to the siblings they talk about more of what they have as skills to others you see how i'm interpreting this right that closes our chapter here in the next one we'll consider ashlesha rahu and ketu in ashlesha and therefore two kinds of narcissists two kind of empaths meanwhile take care be awesome